Welcome to the Mission Road Podcast, where we share stories of faith and service around the world and how you can make a difference. My name is Dawn Hawkins. I am the Director of Global Missions at Peachtree Road United Methodist Church, and I am your host. Today, I have Elizabeth Pinnell joining us. Thank you, Elizabeth, for being here. Thank you for having me. I'm super excited to talk to you today. Um, I want to talk to you about family mission trips, and you've been on several. But before we do that, tell me a little bit about your background um, as it relates to Peachtree Road. I know you've been a member for a long time, but if you'll tell me a little bit about yourself and your family and the lives of Peachtree Road. Um, Yeah, so we moved back to Atlanta from Dallas in 2003, and we joined the church immediately I had been a visitor before I moved to Dallas and um, and just fell in love with Peachtree Road and we're familiar with Don Harp and so we um, joined in 2003 and just my kids at that age were had a two-year-old and then my middle daughter was on the way um, and then we later had a son so three kids and we've just been involved through the preschool and through Sunday school classes through disciple programs um, and mission trips as well you've been an active family in the life of Peachtree Road yeah, for we a try long time. try to be yes and it's how how we know each other yes. um is through Peachtree Road so um you chose a global mission trip I believe the first one was to Nicaragua so tell me what kind of sparked your interest or made you want to go on a global trip so we were always interested in the mission trips um Neither Adam or myself had ever been on one ourselves, but in the Youth Sunday programs, the seniors always talked about how the mission trips made such an impact on their lives. So we knew it was something that we wanted to do as the kids got older, um, or at least we wanted them to be involved in the youth mission trips, um, but we thought it would be fun to go on a family trip as well. Adam was in a Bible study with um, David and Debbie Edson, and they were leading a trip to Nicaragua and had mentioned it to him. And so he brought it home one night and said, I think we should do this. And my first instinct was, you know, our kids are too young. And Um, how old were your kids then? So at that time, um, my daughter, our daughter Anna was 12. No, she was 10 and Jesse was eight. Okay. So they were young. And then we had a, you know, three-year-old at home. And so then there was the discussion, well, do we all go as a family? Obviously, Drew, our youngest was too young. Um, Do I stay home with him? But ultimately, we decided that we really, I wanted to be a part of the mission trip. I wanted to experience it with um, with Adam and the girls. And so we left my son at home with um, his grandparents for a week. And we went and it was, um, I was nervous, not knowing what to expect. So you'd never been on a mission trip. Never been on a mission trip. And, you know, immediately I'm thinking, well, we're sleeping on the floors, you know, I'm not going to shower for a week. Um, But it was, you know, it was such a wonderful experience. It was nothing like that. And that was to Nicaragua. But so it was to Pinas de Paz or was it to El Dante? It was okay. Pinas de Paz. And okay. I think it was made, it was a new newer missionary program that we've been involved with. So right. I can't remember if this was maybe the first or second family trip there. To go. Um, to go. But um, one of the things that I, that I loved about it was beautiful. First of all, we had never been to Nicaragua. Um, and the girls immediately latched on to some of the older teenagers that were on the trip um, and they were also sweet with them because my daughters were the youngest there were a couple more that were around Anna's age that were on the trip um, that were in that you know 10 year old range right. but um, you know the bulk of the kids were um, high school even some college kids that were on the trip and so they were really sweet you know with the girls and 
it's um, such a nice um, part of the family mission trip mm-hmm. is that being together with people of other ages, mm-hmm. um, experiencing um, other people's kids, right? Because we yeah. might drive them to soccer practice, but we really don't spend quality time. Um, well, and way. I know you and I had spoken about this, how that really was one of the unexpected blessings that I got out of the trip was getting to know um, these older teenagers, but also their parents mm-hmm. who had kind of been through high school, been through the middle school years, been through the high school years, um, and also been a part of Peachtree Road for so long. Right. So, you know, I really enjoyed forming those relationships. And I mean, still to this day, or I mean, those are some of the relationships that I, um, you know, lean into or ask questions about you know, what we should do with our kids and um, just different programs at the church to get involved with. Right. It was unexpected to find role models, right, in that environment. It's something I never thought about when I went on a trip. But when I look at my life as a church member, those relationships are my most special relationships. Mm -hmm. And I otherwise would not have had that opportunity. Um, That's a very cool part of it. Okay. So that was really special. So we went on the two, we went to Nicaragua that year. And then the girls loved it immediately. We're like, we're going next year. So we went back the next year um, just with um, our daughters. And then we decided after that to take a little bit of a break. Um, We really felt like we wanted to go back when our son was old enough. And um, I believe the church implemented a minimum age. Yes. Um, maybe 13? It's, it's, well, it depends where you're going. Nine's okay. the youngest. Um, yes. Okay. And so we decided to wait until he was old enough to go. Um, and during that time period, um, I guess the church moved to Guatemala. Yes. Just due to some of the unrest in right. Nicaragua. Um, and so we got to go on the Nicaragua trip um, in um, Guatemala. Guatemala, yes. sorry. Guatemala yes. from 2019 to 2020. So that New so Year's trip. Was that the last trip that went? Because that then COVID the hit. Last trip. That yes. was right when um, I took over this role um, yeah. from Anne French. Okay. Um, was just before you guys went on that trip. So talk to me a little bit about um, how that went. What, how, what was Drew's experience? Because Nicaragua and Guatemala are very different experiences mm-hmm. from one another. But then... It's similar, right? Yeah, it was very different, um, but wonderful too. Just you know, getting to know Fontaine and you know their missionary, their um, their mission. Um, projects program, there, yeah. you know, was so was really nice. And being in Guatemala, we were in the city, um, like a gated, almost like a compound, really, but um, felt a hundred percent safe when we were there, and um, and just got to know totally different families because, you know, in the last, you know, that time period, you know, yeah, there were a lot of um, different families that had gotten involved with family mission trips. And so, um, and we went kind of coordinated with a few other families who had boys similar age to, um, to Drew. And it was, it was so fun. And, you know, the week is busy. You're working hard, you're building homes. Um, And what was different with Guatemala is we actually worked as a family. So talk about that because that is unique to the Guatemala trip. Um, it, and I love that. I, it was. It was a little different from Nicaragua in that we really worked um, as a family with another family to build a house. And you work with the family there to build the local a, family, the local family um, to build a home. So they're working day to day with you. And um, I think the trip was about seven days. Mm-hmm. So we were about, you know, four or five days. We were on site at the um, at the home. We have an interpreter. We have a, um, you know, a project manager who's really Skilled the guy who, know, yeah, who knows what he's doing. Um, and he just directs us. Um, so so, you know, it was even, it was me and the kids and Drew and we're all hammering nails. And, um, I mean, it's a great experience working together. Um, I think it's special, um, 
because, of course, the, the family trips I've been on have been a little bit different in the program. Um, and I think it's very special to work side by side with your family and another family, and a another local family. family, right? And yeah. so tell me, I know that um, the end culminates in a dedication, which sounds like a beautiful experience. Tell me a little bit about that. So that was wonderful, too, because um, we do have um, kind of the foreman of the, the housing projects, you know, he came out we have an interpreter and then they dedicate the homes and they, we give the key to, um, to the family. Um, we also, we come in a couple of hours before that and we, um, have furniture, we make up the beds, we have, um, we put toys, we put, you know, a lot of the household items that they'll need. Um, and so that's, really fun for the kids to get to set everything up and then we close the door and lock it and then we dedicate the home and then um, they receive the key and it's just it's a really special time all the other families from the other homes come and watch the dedication and so we just kind of go from house to house really a beautiful experience it is and we all get to because you hear so much about all the different local families because every Peachtree Road family is working with a local family and so um, it's fun on that last day we get to get to meet a lot of the other local families as well. Very cool. Now, Um, one of the things that I love about the family trip is that you you said it's a seven-day trip, but we do take a day somewhere to do something fun, Mm -hmm. something touristy, um, and take a break from building. The year you went, what did you guys do on your day off? Um, So in Guatemala, we actually took a bus ride to beautiful lake. I should remember the name of it, but I don't. (laughs) But just a beautiful lake and had a boat. We took the boat out onto the lake and had lunch, and it just gave the kids an opportunity to swim and just have fun, enjoy each other. Um, it gave all of the adults time to so just fellowship, and um, and we also went zip lining too on the way to the. So that lake. was a big day. So it was a big day, yes. But it was really, it was really fun for all the families to do that. Um, and then one other day too, towards the end of the week, we do a big festival. Um, we, I know we did this in Nicaragua too, yes. but in Gu- Guatemala as well, we had um, just jump houses. And did you do that with a church or through a community? We did it through, um, it was really through Fontaine and they put together like in the little town where we were, um, right, where we serving. built all of the homes, they had just a big field. Um, it was almost like a school playground. So we came in and um, they grilled hamburgers. We had food and we had arts and crafts and we had jump houses and so the kids played kickball all together. And it was really, it was so fun. Um, and so in Nicaragua, that's always one of my favorite days. So I'm sure yes. it was and yeah, So Guatemala was the same. It was very similar to Nicaragua. So, um, so. I have not met Fontaine in person because I took this role and not long after, you know, COVID hit. Um, but I've talked to him a number of times and we participated in the virtual build oh, right. yes. in the fall that um, your husband and Chris Lee led, which was fun and mm-hmm. successful and a great way to stay connected. Um, one of the things that Fontaine, when he when I was getting to know him and talking to him about it, about his ministry, he was talking about the fact that he had started an orphanage. Yes. And that the orphanage, the way he funds the orphanage is through um, through the teams that come. So mm-hmm. he has this compound and this, this place for us to stay and the money that we pay in to stay there like we would at a hotel actually goes to support the orphanage. I think you guys had an opportunity to visit Mimi's house. We did. Tell me about that. And that was, I think, one of the days on, on the way to our build. Um, we stopped at the orphanage and got a tour and they just told us all about, you know, the, the children and how, um, you know, what 
what the funding goes towards and how the children, um, you know, come to Mimi's house and, you know, where they go from there and, and that type of thing. So it was, it was a wonderful experience and we got to hold babies oh, and um, all fun. the, all the kids, you know, all got the Peachtree Road kids too, so really fun. enjoyed that part of it. Just Very connecting um, with the kids. Well, I there. think it's a wonderful component to his ministry. Mm-hmm. They're doing such great work there. Well, yeah. Thank you so You're much so for welcome. joining me today. Yes, I really appreciate it. If you, you um, are interested in learning more about our Guatemala trip, you can go to um, our, our website, the Mission Road podcast website, which is prumc.org slash the Mission Road. And the specific um, ministry that we support in Guatemala is called Catalyst Resources International, or CRI, and you can find more information there about that as well. Thank you. To learn more about our programs and global missions or how to support one of our ministries, you can go to our website, www.prumc.org slash the mission road. Thank you.